hey hey welcome back and um yeah let me just first off apologize i know i haven't posted up a, an episode um and yeah a lot has happened in the last couple of weeks and it's just been uh yeah it's been a tough time so i'll kind of get into that here towards the end um if you guys want to know what happened um but anyways in this episode i am going to address uh content creators influencers and um just how big of an impact they are making on the community and you know the the shift of things because this has just been something that you know over a year over an entire year i get i get private dms and they're gonna stay private but it's people conveying their concerns um feeling like they're they're handcuffed um from saying what they really want to say and i find that shocking that that's even a thing that it's even a thing that a person would actually feel like that they cannot convey what they think and so over the last six months i have been watching on the sidelines and watching various different creators, various different influencers, and just how is this atmosphere created? How is it created without the creator not even knowing that this type of behavior is, you know, circulating through their community? Because let's face it, each of these people who are creators, who are the face of their channel or whatever source that they're using, um, to convey knowledge to people out there interested like do they even see this behavior this type of thing happening so I'm going to address it now it's pretty idiotic for anyone to stand there and say I have no sway over people's minds and I don't feel like that I'm influential like you can scream that all you want as a creator but the moment you decided to have a platform and to speak on that platform you have become an influencer whether you like it or not there are people who are going to gravitate to what you put out because they enjoy listening to what you have to say and maybe your personality shines to them maybe your personality speaks to them in a whole totally different way and so they hang on every word that you tend to share to the masses and when you start to create a big following you are responsible to the people involved whether you like it or not you can stand there with a straight face and say well i can't help what so and so does because I don't know said person, I've never met them face to face. So what they're doing is what they're doing. I take no responsibility. You are absolutely wrong. You are wrong because to be honest, and I know it sounds a little unfair, but when you create a community, the people that gravitate to your community and become a part of it, and are there for every live stream, there for every video upload. They're commenting, they're sharing their thoughts. 
right? They are there because of you. They are there because of the community that you built. And whether you agree or disagree, the reality is, is that they would have only been there had it not been for you. Um, without your community, they would have never been involved. They would have been involved in somebody else's, but not yours. So because they're involved in yours, the actions that they do is in a way your responsibility. This is the reason why creators have tools like the ability to block certain people, the ability to highlight specific words and have these words as a as a pivot point as to say that if this word is used it is to be reviewed or it's to be um it's to be you know uh blocked from being said right there's all these tools and the tools are given to the creator because the platforms understand when it comes to what people do your followers your viewers your listeners um, you are responsible for what they say because it is your platform that they are saying it on. A YouTube channel is a platform. It may be amongst all the other channels on YouTube, but yours specifically, you are in control of to a degree. And what happens on there is entirely your responsibility. So the reason why I am highlighting that is because there are some creators who feel like that they don't have a responsibility to that. So whatever atmosphere is created by the people within their community on their platform, they feel like that they don't have a say to say, hey, guys, knock it off. Hey, guys, stop it. You know, this is not what I want here. Um, And the reason why that is, is because there are people, like I said in the beginning, who feel like that they can't openly say what they want to say because they feel like they would be quickly suffocated and suppressed really fast if it goes against what majority of the community is thinking and today in the tech space everything has become similar to like a like a type of control control and suppression and just yeah there are people who act as if like they are the standard for how things should be, how minds should process information and just all that, all that jazz. They feel like that they are, that they are able to do that, that they are the standard. And that's furthest from it. You know, for the longest time, I guess the reason why that I've never really gotten into a debate with anybody regarding mobile carrier or mobile service providers is because these things work differently in different markets okay you know in my city t-mobile does very good um and i've shown that on my youtube channel and on various other platforms like tiktok and instagram showing speed tests of you know just what i'm getting here in my city and you know there are naysayers there are those people who are just completely angry with t-mobile because of business practices business decisions you know false narratives which you know i'm not gonna dismiss and sweep it under the rug those things do happen but just because 
the powers that be for that company are doing dirt doesn't mean that the experience for everybody who is using their services should be dirt. And I think that's where the separation needs to be. You got to separate experiences using a service versus the, the, the people of the board, the chair people, the CEO, the lead engineer and all this stuff. You have to separate them as their, as who they are versus a service that you're getting. From the company that they work for it has to be separated and sometimes it doesn't and sometimes with these influencers these figureheads these content creators they forget that people are listening so when you when you put it out there that you know this is um this is how i feel about the company and and yada 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 and then you go out of your way to just say that everything that it does whether it's a uh, a negative to a positive. Even the positives are looked at as negatives. Now it's a it's a biased opinion that's overshadowing the right thing. The right thing would be to call it for what it is. If the speeds from that company are good, then it is good. Acknowledge it. To come up with various different excuses to say why that the speeds was good is redundant and quite literally idiotic. You know. These are all companies. They're all going to do some dirt. Okay. Verizon's not clean. at and is not clean. So because T-Mobile's doing dirt doesn't mean they're the only ones. And I find it laughable when there's people who go out of their way to, to publicly trash a company such as T-Mobile. And it's like, you know, you, you make it known that you just have this real big vendetta against that company. For me personally, when someone acts upon that way, then why should I trust you in anything that you say? Because if there's something good that comes out of that company, I can't expect you to tell me that there's something good that's coming out of it. Because in my eyes, all I see from you is this bitterness towards them. So how can I trust you? And that's the key thing. Trust. People trust creators. They trust influencers. They trust podcasters. They trust us into delivering the most accurate information as possible. And they trust us to be fair. They understand that we're going to be a bit biased on things. That's how humans are. But they trust us to be fair. When you allow your biased thoughts to overshadow the right thing you are creating problems rather than solutions and that's what i'm emphasizing you know it's not just mobile carriers also it's also uh it's also phone manufacturer brands there are people who are just waiting for google to fail because they just don't like the pixels to be honest with everyone, I know there are specific people who love iPhones so much, which there's nothing wrong with that. They're diehard Apple iPhone fans. And the only reason that they want Google Pixels to fail is because they don't like the fact that Google stepped into the hardware game. It's pretty much like jealousy. Like, oh, we've had Apple for so many years with the iPhone. 
And we used to make fun of people who loved Android by saying, yeah, you guys don't have a company that builds the hardware. You guys have to use Samsung and LG and Motorola and HTC. You don't have, like we do, Apple who builds our iPhones and also builds iOS. And now Google comes out with Google Pixel phone. It's like, oh, well, that Pixel looks too much like an iPhone. And then, oh, that that that's, the screen has a problem. And then the next one comes out and it's, oh, that one, that one, uh, yeah, it's got a weak battery. And then the other one is priced too high. And then the other one is, oh, that one, uh, yeah, they're using a mid-range chip instead of a flagship chip. And now the most latest one is, oh, uh, yeah, the, 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 the body design looks weird. They will find everything to down and trash the Google Pixel because they love iPhone so much. And they don't like the fact that Google's now making hardware. Even though I, who am a Pixel fan, will openly say that Google has made errors in their flagship phones that they make. Every iteration of a Google Pixel that came out did have problems. It did have issues. And Pixels get better over time. But I also agree with the crowd of people who are saying that not only should pixels get better over time, but they should be good from launch. I agree, but I'll also say that Google Pixel phones are good at launch. But to be quite fair, creators, influencers who have a biased thought, such as those who are iPhone fans who just don't like pixels because they just can't stand the fact that Google is making their own hardware. You forget you have a responsibility to your community, to the people who follow you, because you know what? Maybe to a person, maybe the Apple iPhone is not the answer for them. Maybe that's not what they need. Maybe for what they need out of a smartphone, maybe the Pixel gives it at a good 90% of it. And that should be the path that they go. A lot of people always thought that I was like passive aggressive. But... My experiences with, with phones and what I shared on YouTube for all those years that I was gun-ho grinding on YouTube, I, mean, I always tell people, I'm just showing you guys what my experience is. If my experience is a turn-off and you're like, nah, I'm not going to get that phone, then you don't get the phone. At least seeing my experience helped you make that decision because that's all that I intend to do is help people make a good conscious buy. Because I don't like the feeling of spending money on something and then once you get it and you go home and it marinates then you say to yourself oh I feel like that I shouldn't have spent that money like I hate that feeling I hate it and I don't want people to feel that I don't want people to feel that way when it comes to them buying a phone I don't want them to feel like when they first buy the phone like oh yeah I got the phone now and then two three hours later they feel like they got took like oh god can't believe I spent all that money on this phone. I could have got something else at a, at a better price. That is my understanding and what I use the YouTube platform for. It is what I'm currently using Instagram and TikTok as those platforms are now. And of course, using this platform to speak my mind. So... I understand that I have a responsibility to those people who actually follow 
what I do on different platforms. And trust me, I have a responsibility to them. And that responsibility is only sharing my experiences and being truthful and accurate on my experiences. So I can't guesstimate that I feel this way about a phone. If I can't 100% state it as a fact of my experience, then I don't say it because can't half-ass anything to anybody. I have a responsibility to people who listen. And so if it's a good experience, it's a good experience. If it's a bad experience, it's a bad experience. If it's a bad experience that I know a workaround to make it a better experience, I will share that. But in no way do I expect people to wholeheartedly do what I say. If they're like, nah, that workaround is just not going to work for me. It is what it is. I'm not going to get angry over it. And the reason why is because I don't want people to feel pressure. And that's what's happening a lot of today. Pressure. Pressure that I have to hate T-Mobile because everybody else does. Pressure is that I have to um, not buy the Pixel 6 because everyone's saying that there's problems with it. Or I am not to buy the Galaxy S22 because everyone says it's expensive. But I really, really want the S22 Ultra. But everyone says it's expensive. Like, these are the things I'm talking about. Like, the unfair pressure from the community as a whole. And the creator and the influencer doing nothing. Standing by. You know, it's come to a point where there are certain communities that I used to be a part of that literally created this exclusive atmosphere when it's always been preached about about being inclusive they've become exclusive it is um, a group that is openly to shame somebody for having a different opinion from theirs and i've noticed this over time and i've watched it over time and i've seen it and i'm just like wow my oh my has things changed and how sad has it gotten and the sad thing is is that the people who feel pressured are trusting enough to talk to me about it in private. Like I said, I'm not going to go and and toss them out there on who they are. But I am going to speak up on the situation because I'm not afraid. I don't care if, uh, if people like me anymore or they don't like me. Like, whatever they choose, they choose. Not here to win popularity contests. I'm not here to be loved by everybody. I'm just here to talk and speak on what, you know, is going in my head. And I use this platform for me to vent out my thoughts. And that's what I'm doing right now. So all I would say to these communities is just, you know, stop with the unfair pressure. Okay, allow people to speak. Just like you have the ground to speak and say what you want to say about a certain topic. Other people have that right too. We cannot control people. We need we need to give up that ambition that we can control people. Everybody wants control and power, but that's not how it should go. People should be left to their own thoughts, their own advices, and just do what they're going to do and say what they're going to say. And other people respect that just as much as people, you know, give you the respect to allow you to say what you feel about a certain subject matter. Creators have a responsibility to their community to make sure that that's happening and to weed out the ones that are bad seeds. 
hey, they may have tons of knowledge on things and create a, a good atmosphere of conversation between you and them. But if they're going and they're making it a bad atmosphere for everybody else involved in the community, then you got to call it for what it is. Okay. You know, a bad egg is a bad egg at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, I'm challenging creators to clean up their community and to do it right, to allow people to have an opinion, to be able to share that opinion as much as you're able to share your opinion, to keep a watchful eye on your community and make sure that everyone is given a fair chance. That's what I say on that. Now, as far as like why I haven't posted up um, an episode in, in a couple of weeks, for those who follow me on social, you guys, you guys already know. But for those who don't, if this is the only source that you guys pretty much hear me on, um, I, yeah, I caught COVID. And it was a very crappy experience. It really was. Sorry for my notifications going off. Um, there's like a group, a group chat that's going down and people are posting it is what it is. <laughs> so sorry about that. <clears throat> but anyways, um, yeah, I caught COVID. It sucked. Um, I'm going to say it's the Omicron version because, uh, you know, I got some of the symptoms. So like my smell, my taste, all that stuff I still had. I think the only thing that changed for me as far as taste wise that when it came to, you know, testing positive for COVID was that uh, every now and then when I go out to a restaurant, I, I like to indulge and I order myself a Diet Coke or a Diet Pepsi. And uh, the, the taste doesn't bother me. Like some people would always complain that that diet sodas have this weird funky taste to it and then so people don't like it. And now I understand where people are coming from when they say that because now Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi tastes really weird to me than what it used to before. That's probably like the only thing that was taste-wise um, affected me. But for you know like loss of smell i still have my smell at least i think so most of the stuff that i normally eat um i was able to smell it uh taste wise salty foods i was able to taste spicy foods i was able to taste sweet foods i was able to taste bitter food i was able to taste bitterness so i felt like i didn't really lose any taste as far as certain things just diet coke and diet pepsi was affected which is again laughable so funny to say um but yeah, you know, the, I think for the, you know, the symptoms that I got, the, the extreme cough, which I still kind of have, it's not, it's not a really major cough anymore. I mean, I can go, I can go some time without coughing. It's not a problem at all. Um, but during the time that I was, you know, tested positive for COVID, I had like a really bad cough. Um, I did not feel like that I couldn't breathe. Some people have reported with COVID that they got to a point where they felt like they almost couldn't breathe. I didn't feel that um and then of course i got the high fevers that was about it and it you know it had me down for about 11 days and after the 11th day i started to recover and you know i've been out of work for uh almost three weeks already and that sucks because i really want to go back to work and um yeah so in the time that i've been in, in recovering I've been doing just pretty much that is recovering, uh, making sure I get enough rest because I want to get back to work. I want to be a hundred percent. I don't want anything to say, Oh, well, um, I'm not feeling good today. So I should go back home. Like, no, uh, I love my job. I love what I do. And, um, 
you know, whatever it takes to get back to it is the course, the idea. So, um, now that's just pretty much why there hasn't been an episode. I haven't really sat down to, to make one. So, um, I'm going to make one today. I'll follow up with another one tomorrow. And then next week, Tuesday will be another one. So I'll get back on my pattern of coming up with an episode for you guys to listen to. So anyways, I just want to thank everybody who took the time to listen to this episode. Appreciate you guys very much for doing so on whatever podcast platform source that you use. Um, thank you so much for listening. And um, follow me either on Instagram or on Twitter. Uh, I post a lot on Twitter and I also am um, looking for ideas for podcast episodes. And I may run some polls on uh, on Twitter and then on Instagram. I share videos and short videos and stuff like that on there tech tech related and also on some of the other things like i've been uh you know i've been for years collecting funko pops i'm just now starting to make video blogs sharing my collection so if you're into those sort of things and, and such and definitely check it out on the gram um everything is in the description for this episode so i do want to thank everyone for listening and yeah you guys can catch me in the next one as always a lot